4: for gooners everywhere this is the ultimate football app for you for match highlights interviews and the best arsenal videos and podcasts download the free gunners app now from the app store and google play
0: West Cork Beard Company, make beard oil and beard balm
4: for a strong, healthy, great looking beard. Handmade from all natural ingredients in Conakilthy West Cork. Check out their
0: YouTube channel for beard care tips and advice, or catch them online at westcorkbeardcompany.ie. Good evening. And welcome to another episode of the Same Old Arsenal. Uh, we're doing another POTS preview tonight because it is the FA Cup coming up at the weekend. And I've got some fantastic guests with me, as you can see. Joining me, as always, is Mr. Lee Judges. And you're on time again, Lee. This is getting regular now, man. I'm happy with this. How are you doing, mate?
3: Yeah, on, on time, on time. Thank you very much. Now, can I just ask a serious question? Right, serious question. Oh. You know when, because I, um, I wasn't on the show on Monday. Yep. And, um, so I watched it and, you know, like the ads and everything like that, it's, they go quite long when you're actually in the, uh, podcast, they just, they just go like that. It's very weird. Very, very weird.
0: Time, time flies when you're having fun, Lee. That's what
3: it is, mate. Yeah. If it, like, <laughs> like, the, like The actual old advert don't come into it and all that like, you know, you you check this out like, guy. you know what I mean? They seem to get a lot longer version than what we do. Very weird. But anyway, that's my, um. It must be a little thing effect, but
1: it's, mate. Do you know what side, I reckon?
0: Though. Do you know what I reckon it is? Lee, you're just getting old, mate. That's what it is. You're just getting <laughs> old, old. Yeah, it's man. taking it, it's, it's starting to you know, the hairs are starting to go off your head.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe that's what it is. Though, you know, yeah, that's cool it. Man. Set there, uh,
0: <laughs> man. That's what Arsenal does, to you, Man, that's what Arsenal does. To you. <gasps>
3: yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, joining me from City Fan TV again. Uh, he is coming on to the same old Arsenal. Where's Ray? Ray, how you doing, bruv?
4: I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. I thought when, with that introduction, you were going to say, got some serious guests and lead judges. But. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> I took in low,
4: is it Yeah, you
3: know I mean, <laughs> oh, well, look, look, look. Come,
4: on the, look. Look. Come the thing is, on, the thing is, judges spent half a minute or one minute talking about a beard advert, and I, you know, have it so quick. i got so much time to think of these lines, judges.
3: Uh, well, it's, a, it's 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 a there's a like because you know they are sponsors. See, I've now highlighted it a little bit more. See, I mean, it's all clever stuff, really. Like you know, oh, hey, so next all time I'm on, I'll grow a beard for it. I'll <laughs> tell you what. By the way, just quickly before we go anything else. By the way, Alex Lacazette has got the best beard in the Premiership. End of. I'm not. I don't. Best beard in the Premiership.
2: Well, anybody can
3: come back to me in the chat or on here to to uh, defend the, that that. Statement: I'm willing to go. Alex Lacazette has got the best beard in the Premier League. Well, well, there you, you go. that's like
4: a bunfluff beard.
3: <laughs> <up>. <laughs> it's, a, it's a serious beard. If I could grow a beard like that, I'd grow one. I will tell you that. Yeah, you know I mean, it's serious. Seriously, it's a top beard.
0: Well, we are going to move on to people who has got a beard. And first of all, we're going to move to Kenny Ken because that is a hell of a beard right there, bro. How you doing, Ken?
3: Well, I, Premiership I just... material. <laughs>
1: I, I, haven't, I haven't shaved since my daughter's birthday, which is in March. Which is in March. So um, you, can, you can see um, you know, how the um, coronavirus has um, kind of affected my appearance. But as you say, I love a beard anyway, but I don't like it this long as, and this grey at the bottom. <laughs> but
0: mate, it is a pleasure to have you on the podcast again, Kenny. You know you're always welcome. Thank uh... you very much good man and last but not least i'm back by popular demand i must say on twitter it is manny manny how you doing bro
2: i doubt it was by popular demand bro. (laughs) i am very much i'm I'm doing good thanks for having me on bro
4: manny manny has your mum got 10 accounts on twitter (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how it works for me
2: she can barely use her
3: uh, phone imagine, what, Do you imagine what it would be like if I won the league? Can you imagine
0: yeah. it? <laughs> uh, listen, boys, we are going to talk about the weekend's game and we're going to get right into it. It is going to be a very interesting one. Uh, I'm going to start with Kenny on this because this is going to be an FA Cup game, Kenny. Uh, how important is this game for Arsenal's season this weekend? Ken, what do you make of it?
1: 100% important, it's, it's especially for morale because... Um, in terms of like the upheaval we've had, in terms of like um, Unai Emery being um, handed out, and then the transition between um, Lundberg and Arteta. If any club needs a trophy, we need a trophy. And another thing as well, the reason why this game is so important is because Man City have humiliated us in quite a lot in quite a lot of the games we, we we played them this season, home and away. They destroyed us. The League Cup final two years ago still hurts. Because it was just, it was basically man against boys, and I think what um, Arsenal need as well is that we're playing probably one of the best um, teams in um, Premiership history, because of the, not not only because of the fact that you know they're a strong side, but it's the football they play, and, I, and I, I'm a massive admirer of how they play, play play the game, and it's probably the most difficult thing in um, football at the moment is to beat Man City because once they get their teeth in, it's so hard to you know, to keep, keep them at bay because they're just relentless. I've never seen a team that can attack you from any other part of the pitch. Even their goalkeepers that um, got an assist this season. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and we're talking about a few. So in terms of that, beating getting a big scout like Man City will be very important for our season, very important for Arteta's morale and for our morale. Plus, you know, if, if we beat City... We've we got another big game in the final, because there's going to be two good teams as well, either Chelsea and Man United again, our rivals who have caused us a lot of strife in the last few years. So it'd be mm. very important for our morale to win a trophy, but also to beat you know, three good teams on the way to winning it. When,
3: when, when's your moving date to Manchester, Kenny? When, what day, when are you moving <laughs> up there?
1: What day is it? I must, say, I must say mitigation. I've, I've been to Manchester, <laughs> and I'll tell you one thing, right? it's one of the best times I've ever had.
3: Ah, it's fantastic, scene.
1: Yeah, one for but all for but one. Obviously, football and boxing. Watching the Arsenal but, and boxing, but I will tell you what, it was like being in London. That's all I can say. Yeah, so it's Loved a fantastic. It. Place. Loved it. If you've not been to Manchester,
3: well, yeah, if you've never been to Manchester, we we'll, we'll go there quite a lot, like you know. So uh, if you've never been there, you know, for a city break, it is it is a top notch. You know what I mean? Top notch.
0: I have to totally agree. i have in Manchester when I was young and I absolutely loved it. Uh, Manny, let's come to you, man, because me and you have both said, or both been quite open about the fact that a season out of Europe would not be the end of the world due to the state that we are in. But if it means that winning the FA Cup gets into Europe, I would accept it personally because it's a trophy. What do you make of this game this weekend and what are you expecting, Manny?
2: It's do or die, isn't it? It's whoever turns up. It's whoever wants it. It's it's all or nothing for us. Really, it's just another semi final. You know, for them, they've been relaxed. They've been able to slowly get into the gears and play their football. But for us, it means everything. And see, is a team that understands what it means. That it's not just a semi final. That essentially could be our future for the next year. I want to see the players turn up. I want to see them them grind and I want to see them earn it. You know, if that means we go down to City, show me something at least, and I won't be so mad.
0: Yeah. Listen, I've said before the last few weeks, it's all been about the performance. And last night I didn't want to touch on too much, but I will go into it and I'll bring you in, Lee is I didn't really see a performance last night, but I saw a result. Um, you take that at the weekend though, Lee, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm getting a little bit annoyed about yesterday because I'm going to be honest, um, I, I, I was really down after after Sunday. I thought the way that we lost that game, you know, we shouldn't have lost that game, but we did because we couldn't defend properly. Um, so I was a little bit down going into the game. Liverpool, you know, come here, they put their best team out that they possibly could. And you know, for the first 20 minutes, done a number on us. But we we got... Give them go, uh, they give us goals, so they say. And we ended up winning 2-0. You know, if you I looked at the second goal. You know, I want people to go back and look at that. Yes, their goalkeeper makes a mistake. But Lacazette's pass is sensational. You know what I mean? Like They could give the ball back, give us the ball there, and he could kick it out for a throw-on, which I've seen, or a goal kick, which I've seen at many a time. So, you know, no credit given to Arsenal whatsoever. Because... um it was very similar to the Spurs game, the way that the way we, we lost that game. We was the, the dominant side against Spurs, but everybody praised Spurs. Oh, great performance, great tactical battle from them, blah, blah, blah. When we do it, it's all about, you know, nothing about, oh, halfway through the game. I'll tell you what, I, I watched the highlights last night. First, when they started off, uh, Martin Tyler goes, oh, Liverpool players are going to be right up for this to try and get the 100 100- and two points to knock it off for Manchester City. He's gone with his strongest team. This is why it's shown his intent. Halfway through the game, no, they've obviously like not that too, but they're on the beach and all that. Like you know, absolute joke, absolute joke. You know, when of Arsenal, I've, I've sick and tired of Arsenal dominating games of football and losing. Right, all of a sudden they've gone in there and they've put out a game plan and defended. And and haven't played it to the strengths of Liverpool. What Liverpool want is you to start attacking them and they hit you on the break, and before you know it, like we have been in times past, been two or three goals down. No, we had we went with a game plan last yesterday, and the game plan wasn't pretty, but the the, the end result is what matters, and we got the result, and that is what we've got to do against Man City. If we go toe to toe with Manchester City. They've got better players than us, lads. You know what I mean? So, we're not going to beat them. We've got to go to a different a different way. And if that way I see yesterday is, is the way to do it. Southampton done it a couple of um, days ago, uh, a couple of whenever it was. You know, if they went toe-to-toe with Manchester City, they ain't got a chance, nor has anybody, to be fair. You know what I mean? But I'll know, you know what I mean? We're going to have to change it around a little bit. And at the end of it, you know, listen, boys, there's no getting away from the fact Arsenal have got a defend as well as they did yesterday and defend really, really well. And Manchester City have got to have a slight off day or a bloody big off day. But it can happen. And if it happens, we've got to do what we've done. And I'll tell you what, which was the most impressive thing about yesterday, what no one has ever said, two chances, two goals. We had three or four chances against Tottenham and fouled them. We took our chances yesterday. We was ruthless. And I think that people should start giving us a little bit more credit than what we got. Oh, Arsenal didn't play well. Arsenal didn't play well. You know what I mean? I'm fed up with saying Arsenal played well and lost. The most important stat yesterday was Arsenal 2, Liverpool 1. End of.
4: Fair enough. Ray, I'll let you come in on that, mate. I'm going to say, about these Liverpool fans, and uh, 95 Winston, uh, he said Liverpool won for the points record. They did want the points record. You know, the club had been, or their official Twitter had been putting out... uh, videos and memes and whatever about getting the um, um, the new points record. You know, they had this one where it's like a video game and they were just showing all their goals and the points going up. And it said high score 100. They wanted it and all the fans wanted it. And it's like uh, Lee said, now, you know, it, after the Lord Mayor show, oh, no, no, we're on the beach. We didn't want it. It doesn't matter. We got the... No, no. Everybody is going to forget Liverpool um, for their whatever points they're going to get this season, hopefully they'll lose the next few games and, uh, and uh, slink off with 93. But no one's going to forget the Invincibles. No one's going to forget the Treble winners. No one's going to forget the Centurions. This Liverpool team will only be remembered because of the situation we're in with COVID 19. They can take their asterisk and you know ride off into the sunset with that. But there's one one other thing I want to say, uh, and and it's going to sound absolutely crazy. I had such confidence in Arsenal yesterday, such confidence. I started doing these I started uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, on Monday, when City got, um, City got off the Champions League ban, uh, we were fully vindicated. I started doing these videos, these uh, parody-type videos. I did a couple on Monday about, uh, about getting off, off that ban and about, and about some journalists. And that game against, um, that started Arsenal against Liverpool yesterday, I just thought, Arsenal are going to do this. So I started tapping away and I thought, I'll do it. So I didn't watch much of the game. You were 1-0 down. And I still thought, well, Arsenal, gonna... I just had this feeling that you're going to do it. So I did this video about Arsenal beating Liverpool, one of these memes. I did two of them. I was that confident. And uh, I don't know how you hung on at the end. I was just praying <laughs> you hung on at the end. Because it would, you know, if, if, lo- if you'd end up drawing that game, it would have wasted about an hour and a half of my time. So I was just praying for <laughs> you hold on, hold on. And actually, when I was doing a short one, it was one all, And I said, oh, Liverpool drew with Arsenal. And, I, and then when you scored the second, I had to go and redo the whole video. But anyway, I had confidence in you because nothing was expected of you. Liverpool have been riding high on, on this crest of you know, getting the, the, the um, winning the league. They've been crap, really, since then, dropping so many points. And I just thought, you know, no one's given you a chance. But you've got a chance. You've always got a chance. And that, you know, we'll talk about Saturday as well. You've always got a chance. You're not rubbish. You know, you're, you're not mid-table. You're a little bit above that at the moment in the league. The league doesn't lie. But you've not got rubbish players. You've got some rubbish players, especially at the back. But you've got some good players. <laughs> so You know, you all, you all know it. If I mention David Luiz, you know, everybody's pulling the hair out. Right, but you've got some good players up front. So there's always a chance that you're going to do it against Liverpool Uh, in the frame of mind they're in. They just think they're going to turn up and win because that's their uh, mindset because they've had that all season. And and I'm sure it feels the same as when City got the 100 points because towards the end, we were struggling a bit. And it is like, you know, team. you think, oh, we just have to turn up and win because we've won 18 on the banks. We just have to turn up and win. And I think Liverpool underestimated you. They didn't give you the respect you deserve. And yes, they might have had a lot of chances, but they have to take that loss. Take it on the chin, um, and you did a number on them.
0: So Ray, let me stay with you then, and let me answer the, answer this one. Richard's uh, put this up. Evening, Richard. Thanks for watching, mate. Uh, Pepe's worried about us, as he knows Mikel Arteta was the brains behind City. Uh, <laughs> I'm not so sure that he's uh, too worried about us, if I'm honest with you, Ray. What do you make of it? Obviously, seriously going into this game, though. What do you make of Arsenal? Is it a good time to play us? Bad time to
4: play us? Or is it a cup, and anything can happen? Uh Kenny, Kenny am I am I supposed to say blood fire? Is that what I'm supposed <laughs> to about?
1: <say>? Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, <laughs> That's been back about 40 years to my youth. Um no, I, I don't think Pep. Um look, Pep's gonna respect Arteta. Uh, but I don't think Arteta was was the brains behind the deal. You know, there was we know look, we haven't done that well this season. Um compared to what you know, we're still second, so let's not let's not you know get it wrong. Um but we haven't done as obviously as well as we've done in previous seasons, and I don't think that's merely because uh, Arteta left. I think we were already on the slide. Sterling was on the slide since September. People don't uh, realize that if you watch his games all the time, you can see he was—you know—he was still scoring goals because City creates so many chances, and the tapping is the tapping. He was getting in the right positions to score goals, but he wasn't creating anything. I think he created was it one assist uh, before lockdown, which is pathetic for a, for a winger. Um so I don't think Arteta was the driving force. I think that was just a bit of a joke from was it Richard? But I think Pep will take him se- Pet will take him seriously. You've got to you've got to respect your opponents. And yes, Arteta, um, he's still learning on the job as a manager. And he'll have from the defeat to City um, you know, back back on the restart. He'll have learned from that, he'll take on some things, and I can't believe you're gonna be as poor. Uh, next time round fair enough mate Uh Kenny how do we beat this
0: Man City side mate if he was Mikel Arteta what would you do because we didn't really get to see it unfortunately in the league because David Luiz uh, got himself sent off went down to 10 men we got a couple of injuries what are you expecting uh, because this is a cup game and anything can happen Ken
1: well last time we beat Man City in, a, in an important <coughs> game we played back three um that was at Wembley um, you know when we where basically what we what we what we normally do is that in order to get our midfield um, into the game we gave them the protection of um like i said the win backs and I think that's how you can get you can get seats because one thing one thing about man city is that you are going to spend a lot of time about the football you've got to accept that and what Arsenal needs to do they need to train for that in order to sort of get themselves in those positions. But, in, but when the ball does break, they have to be brave in trying to get their speedsters into the game. And I think w- w- what Arsenal need to do is to beat Man City, they need to score, get the early goal, and then be prepared to get those numbers. Because City chances, they've got ball players in every position, man. They've got the left-back, the left, the left back, Kyle Walker, can create chances. Their goalkeeper, as I said before, it's all about being compact, when you're when you, when you out of possession and being prepared. But what you need to do is take your chances. Take your chances against this team. But playing a, playing a if you play a back four against Man City, they're going to murder you. Absolutely murder you because what will happen is that anyone in their players, it doesn't have to be um, De Bruyne, it could be Silva, it could be the other Silva, Bernardo Silva or Sterling, any of, those, any of those players, even Foden when he comes to the team, is those little moves, someone will... Because the thing with Man City is that when they get when when a person's on the ball, everyone's moving in those sort of directions and taking players out of, out of their comfort zones. You look at their third goal against Liverpool, the way Foden got that goal, it was all about dragging Liverpool's defence out, out of position. Foden's free, Um free when the when the pass goes to him and it goes straight in the net. What asked me to do in that sort of situation is move with the player. Don't move the ball, move the player and give them no sort of space. Get City to try and cross from deep. Don't get them down that those, those silence. It's going to be very difficult to do that, but that's the only way Arsenal can do it is when they're compact and pre- be just be prepared to be running on empty when they're not the ball. Sometimes, you know, there's going to be a situation where like Bamiang is going to have to play on that left-hand side. He can't play up front. Not a chance. He is probably what he, he can't hold the ball up to save his life. And he certainly certainly can't play his back the goal. Lacazette has to play in that centre-forward position. And then abameyang and Pepe have to be playing that position. Personally, I'll leave Pepe out and put him in as a substitute. Because the simple reason is that against a team like Main City, the way Pepe holds onto the ball, sometimes when he loses possession, that gives City an in. I would like some more direct playing on that right-hand side. So... I would probably um, sacrifice um, Pepe and play um in that um right hand side because the last thing you want to do is give C- city gifts and I'm sorry if you look at the game against tottenham Hospital last week Pepe was probably the um t- the 12th man for Tottenham at times when he was losing possession so that's how we could, that's the way you beat city compact hitting them on the break when they don't have the ball sacrifices and keep and keep, and keep in keeping their um, like I said, they're left back and they're, so they're right back in areas where they don't get down that byline. You let, you let the left back and right back get down that byline, they're going to murder you. So basically, that's how, you, that's how I think we're going to win it.
0: I'm totally with you, Kenny, in terms of a back three and a back four. I think going to a back four would be an absolute disaster. Uh, Manny, I'm going to come to you on this because last night uh, we saw a performance from the defenders of Holding, Tierney, and Luis. If you're Mikel Arteta, Manny, do you keep that same back three going into the cup game at the weekend?
2: If I'm if I'm Nuno, Spirit of Santo, if I'm Daniel Fark, if I'm any manager in the world, I wouldn't change that back three. No chance. I don't see to be because Kenny just talked about giving gifts. Kolasinac and Mustafi will give City a chance if they play because those are the kind of players that they are. They will give you chances, lack of concentration. Just look at Mustafi versus Kane. Just look at that tackle versus Kane. Just completely let him go, right? Completely let him go. Sliding all over the place. Kolasinac doesn't look at Louise. gives the ball away. These are things that City will... Do. You play those players, you give them an opportunity Keep that same back free. It worked. I love what Tierney is about. I love what Tierney is about. He's not only an attacking threat, he loves to defend. Goes about his business, defends. Salah got nothing. You keep that back free because it worked well. Do not bring Kalas and Mustafi back. Please. (laughs)
0: Man, it's, it's so, so true. And I just have this feeling, Lee Judges, that we are going to see those three clowns at the back. Um, I, 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 listen, I love Arteta. I love everything that he's done in his press conferences, Lee. I think he's been brilliant in his interviews, but I will call when he does, has made mistakes. So There has been some. He's a young, naive head coach. He's still learning. But I don't think I can make many more excuses, Lee, if he's going to bring those three Defenders backing against Man City. What do you make of it, Lee?
3: No, i, I totally agree. I, I look, listen. I, I think that um, it was a, a dress rehearsal yesterday. I, I really do believe that, like you know, that for, for the for the defenders to see what you can do. I think that Bellerin will come back on the right hand side, as I said in the North London derby, because I think he's just got that little bit more experience. Uh, you know, I watched uh, Cedric yesterday got Got caught out a couple of times, particularly for the first goal, didn't we, his header. I thought Bellerin done okay on Sunday, so I'm going to give him a, a, a go there. But I definitely think that to get um, Saka in his team as well, in his more sort of fluent side, balancing it up, I think that he has to play there. Tierney and, and uh, playing on the left side. And it really does come down to um, Mustafi or. Um, or hold him for me. I've I got a feeling that, that he'll probably go with Mustafi. I know that um, he has made mistakes. Totally agree with what Manny saying there. That for 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 when, it, when Harry Kane's running through uh, in the penalty box, to do what he's done and just let him have it, he's, he's pathetic defending, as far as I'm concerned. I've seen enough of it. So I would go with Rob holding personally that back three, but I don't think that he will. But what I see yesterday was a system that come in here and put like a bank of five and a bank of four. And, I, I, and the one thing that I think that Manchester City, everybody goes on about how great they are and they are great that. The one thing that they lack is a plan B. Now they had that um, many, many years ago with, with um, what was the centre forward's name, Ray? Jekyll. Uh, Jekyll. They had it with Jekyll. Didn't play every time.
4: Mm.
3: And um, that, that then, you know, for, for instance, QPR. If it isn't for Jacko, they don't go back and win that game because he's the one that gets the header, and they don't do that. So what we need to do is make them come inside to where all the traffic is, like Liverpool did yesterday, and then then put in the crosses. And now the you know Jesus and all of those guys that they've got are all very very good footballers, but they're not haven't got that power in the air. So that's what we've got to do on on Saturday. Make them make them cross. From wide areas, our defenders in have got to be good enough to win those headers. I think that Rob Holding is a bit header of the ball than Mustafi, that's why I go with that one. And then when they come into the midfield, let them come into the traffic, and we we we've got a bite, snap, and do whatever we do in the midfield. That is the way to go to go along, Coach Mancy. Give them the wide areas. Don't give them don't give them the the middle ground. That is what we're going to have to do. And 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 I, I, I do take on ball. Kenny's point about um, Pepe, but I just think that if you're going to beat man City, you've got to have your, 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 your free attacking best of three attacking players, and they've all got to be on four. And that's a Bamiang as well. You know what I mean? like he, he was poor against Spurs. He's got to come to the front in this game. You know what I mean? like Because when they are bombing forward, their fullbacks are bombing on, right? They will leave space in behind. And I think then if Pepe can get one-on-one with the central defenders, and I'm I'm hoping that Fodenio will play in there as well because he's a rash boy, and th- that someone like Pepe could could get the get the thing on. That's the game plan. Whether it'll work or not, who knows? You know what I mean? You know, typical Arsenal. They're probably like concede with a with a dodgy back pass after a minute, and it's all gone copper You know no. what I mean? Please but no. but uh, hopefully not. And that's what they've got to do. It, it, you know. But listen. You you, you you look at a team like Manchester City and you look at a team like Liverpool yesterday, a great goal that Liverpool got. Manchester City will create chances. Even if you play that system, they will create and it just depends if the goalkeeper can have a great game. And we when we ride our luck a little bit, boys, and um, you know, we can do. All this thing about resting players as well, like, you know, they've rested a few players Sometimes that works. Sometimes it don't. I remember Arsenal resting players like Aaron Ramsey, and after two minutes, he's got an hamstring injury. So um, mm. I'm I'm not hoping that happens to De Bruyne uh, and a few of their guys. Really, am I? Yeah. Let's hope that they do get a little tweak in the in the warm up. It'd be nice if De Bruyne gets injured after a couple of minutes. But also that it'd be nice if they get someone sent off halfway through the game. That'd be nice. Let's put some pressure on them. See if <laughs> they can handle it.
0: Yeah, too rightly. I must admit, the one thing I will say that going back to what Kenny said as well is taking chances. We saw Lacazette miss chances against Leicester. We saw a miss chances against Spurs. But last night, we did see that we did take the two chances that got given to us yeah. and we didn't mess them up. So let's hope we do that going into the weekend. Ray, coming mm-hmm. to you at the weekend. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we can defend. But if there is a weak part of Man City, is it fair to say that your defence can also be got at? And does that scare you with Abamyang and Lacazette and Pepe
4: running at it? Um, it <laughs> it's not scared me too much in the past. Um, but you, you've got to be serious. I think the last time we played Arsenal, I, I don't even remember Abamyang touching the ball hardly. He no. didn't get into the game. There's lots of areas I think you've got to be worried about, but you've also... Sometimes you, you, you've got to temper that by saying, if we spend all our time worrying about what City can do to us, then we won't do anything to them. And that's why you see teams playing with 5 four, one. Um, You know, And you, you, Southampton, when they, they beat City, they had two men up front and they pressed us. So you know, we, we have, what we try and do is when we got the ball, the two centre-backs are there passing the ball around and the two full-backs will either come in or go wide. And so what uh, set were doing? They were and basically they had two men to go for those two guys. When the ball was passed in the midfield for someone to come and get it, they send someone through, and that's how they got the ball off Sinchenko, scored a goal. You saw the next game, I think Newcastle started off like that, and then they just, after about four minutes, they they give up on that idea. But you see, other teams, when you put two up front and, and put some pressure on, it slows City down. And when you, um, you know, you make the pitch a bit narrower uh, or the game a bit narrower and, and you double-team our um, guys out wide, you're making it more difficult for us and you're giving yourself a chance to win that ball back because we'll give you the ball a few times. We'll, we'll certainly give you the ball away. Uh, and it's how you go through our team because some of them, I think, are, some city players are slow to come back. They rely on the back four or five to do their job. And I, I've seen it plenty of times. De Bruiners jogging back. Rodri's jogging back. So when you've got the ball, you've got to make the best of it as quick as you can. can't launch it like Liverpool do and, and hope to pick up scraps. But you've got to go through our team as quickly as you can and not let these players jog back um, and, and take advantage. So you, you've got the pace. You've just got to use it. And then if, if Otamendi's playing, you know, just run at him. You know, because <laughs> at the time, he'll just, he'll just tip you over. You know, um, I'm not sure who's going to start. It's really, I'm hoping it's Garcia and Laporte. Uh, I think that's probably. Well, I was the- going to. I was going to come to you with
0: before. I'm going to ask the three yeah. lads what they think the Arsenal team will be in a minute. So it gives them a couple of minutes to have a bit of a think about what team they'd go with. But Ray, what team are you going to put out? What are we going to have against
4: this Man City wise? This is what I think. I, I, want. I want obviously Edison in goal. Walker at right back. I want Garcia with Laporte. Um, Mendy. Normally I'd say I'd have Mendy, but it's unless he's. Fitness has improved a lot. He can't play twice in three days. So that's a bit concerned. But I, I'd go for Mendy. I mean, defensive midfielder, I really struggle trying to work out who I'd have, whether it's Gundogan or uh, Rodri. Um, I'm tempted to go for Rodri. Uh, and then the attack midfielders, I'd have Kevin De Bruyne, obviously. Uh, needs no second mention. I'd play David Silva with him because I think David Silva's been brilliant since the restart. He plays maybe 60 minutes of a game, 65 minutes. I think I'd want him and then bring Bernardo Silva on for his energy later on. And up front, Mahrez, he's done pretty well since the restart. Um, and obviously Sterling, he's done exceptionally well. And Gabriel Jesus up front. I think that's pretty much um, going to be City's best team. The only thing that you, you might change the personnel would be Gundogan and Rodri. But I think the rest basically pick themselves. No focus, so, right? No, no chance. Not, not for me. He, he, he started off, after the restart, really well. He had three goals in, I think, 104 minutes. And it was absolutely ludicrous when they were doing the goal, uh, sorry, the player of the, uh, the month. He wasn't even <clears throat> it Wasn't even mentioned. So he was joint top scorer in the league since we came back. And he did it in 104 minutes. and The rest of them were like, their players just scored two goals in... You know, and played um, most of the games. Foden did it in just over one uh, game's worth of football. But the last couple of games, he's not contributed enough for me. He's got the energy, he's got the desire, he's got the commitment. But, you know, am I, I going to drop Fordon for David Silver? No chance. I want someone um, who's going to control the game. And David Silver basically has been doing that for 10 years controlling the game, getting between the lines. Fordon might get to the same level as David Silver one day, might surpass him. But right now, I want my best players, and David Silva is still one of our best players.
0: One hundred percent agree with you. Uh, just before I move on to Kenny uh,
4: Vishnu, thank you
0: very much for your kind donation, mate. Uh, hello from India. Oh. Say hi to the judge. No, no, Say that's
4: a I've um, uh, Kenny, that's
3: uh, how we doing? How we doing? Yeah. Right, you know, and he, he reckons that we're going to get a two-one masterclass. I'm, oh. I'm liking him. I'm loving him even more, like you know. So uh, Vishnu, keep, keep watching. Come new Gunners.
0: Vishnu, if we do Vishnu. get a 2 1, mate, I'd love it. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it.
3: I love it. Like, you know. That'd be good,
0: <laughs> eh? That would be good. It would be good indeed. Uh, Kenny, coming to you with team news for Arsenal, mate. Um, what what do you think Arteta's gonna gonna do? What team do you think he's gonna pick out there on Saturday, mate?
1: Well, I see he's definitely gonna have a back three, but I think what will happen is that Bellerin's gonna come on the um sort of the right wing back, left wing back, I think it's gonna be Tierney. I think the centre-halves are going to be um, David Luiz in the middle for his quarterback, you know, long passes. And they'll be holding on the left-hand side. And then in the right-hand side, it'll be Mustafi. I, d- I generally think that he'll pick that side. And in the midfield, it's going to be Tobias and Xhaka. And I think, for me, the team I'll pick, Aubameyang will play on the left-hand side, Lacassette in the, in the middle. And then I'll play Saka on the, on the right-hand side. For the simple reasons. That the re- my, my problem with Pepe is is his penchant of trying to cut in, lose possession in silly areas, not jogging back. And against a team like Man City, it's going to be suicide. There was a lot of times in the game at Tottenham Hospital Stadium where there was the good, the bad and the ugly from Pepe, which you are going to get with with a skillful player like that. But when you do lose the ball against good teams, try and read it back. You know what I mean? Because what you're doing is that when you do lose the ball and the ball goes in transition... Man City are like, they're like lightning when they get the ball. It could be like, bing, bing, bang, straight at your, straight at your back four within seconds. And that's one of the reasons I can't risk him in a game like this. I just can't do it. And I think the suckers will be the more direct player. And not only would he be a more direct player, he, could, he also has the sort of discipline in order to double up and protect, protect the win back when um, the inevitable happens where um, um, either Mendy or Shyshenko make those darts down the, down the right-hand side. As will um, Aubameyang, um, you know, protect Tierney in that, that area. and Because that, that, the thing is, is that I'm not sure of Pepe's tactical discipline because we are going to be without the ball a lot of the times. And there's going to be times when sec- Pepe is going to have to make sacrifices. I'm not convinced he's going to make those sacrifices like I think Saka would do, i.e. Like Bayes' managers' instructions. It's I can hear where Leeds league, come from in terms of, like, if we do get a attack, attack and you want the express pace of Pepe... And Aubameyang you know, supporting like I said when he holds the ball up, I, I get that, but it's going to be very difficult for us, and it's going to be probably minable um, times when um, we are going to get those situations. You've got to realize another thing as well: it's going to, you've got to prepare yourself for a 120 minute game. After all, extra time penalties. So Pepe may come on in, you know, like in a, you know, like I said, the second half he might come in, you know, extra time, which is probably going to be our best bet of winning it, but. I want tactical discipline against, against what I believe is a, an excellent footballing side. And I can't risk a player who gets caught in possession. For, and that's why I think, and I hope Arteta take, um, takes that on board. Because you, you give the ball away against Man City, you might as well um, you know, pray that they, they take mercy on you. And they won't. <laughs>
0: Ken, I think you bring up some great points there, mate. I really do. I think that you've made you've made your case uh, on why you would not start Pepe pretty well. Uh, I don't think you're too far off with the team lineup there, uh, Manny. What did you make of the team lineup that Ken said, and what do you think the team will be? Because me and you had a chat earlier about what we'd like to see happen. What are you expecting to see, mate? Oh, uh, I don't
2: know. I don't. I don't know what to expect he's going to throw us a curveball you know I wouldn't be surprised if I see Torreira starting ahead of Ceballos you know what I mean I'll tell you one change I do want to see, mm-hmm. see Maitland right wing back I want to see Maitland a right wing back he is our best yeah. defender stand up defender look at it this season against Triore. Against Martial, against um, Zahara Selhurst Park, Maitland House was full. The problem with Maitland is up here. It's not ability, it's up here, right? It's mental with Maitland niles I get Kenny's point, Pepe. I would take that gamble if you are playing Maitland niles behind him. Pepe has always come inside. Maitland Nile will commit or whoever's, whoever's going to start, Maitland-Niles will go on the outside, which will allow Pepe to go infield and we know what he can do. I want to see Saka on the left-hand side. And Tierney over there and Aubameyang, it works. It works. The balance is there. And I worry about setting the balance on that left-hand side. Saka left, Tierney behind him, Aubameyang in front of him. So Bios and Shaka holding Louise, Tierney, Martinez, Up that's what I want to see. I don't know what Arteta is going to do.
0: To be fair, a lot of people in the chat, Manny, agreeing with you. I think everybody wants to see the three that played last night as the three centre-halves. I personally would like to see Saka left and Maitland-Niles right. I've said, you know, I said on the Tottenham preview, didn't I Lee, that Maitland-Niles was a right-back I yeah. do like and, and I've seen him, uh, seen him
3: improve. So,
0: Let's
3: hope that that, that much, does, he gets a nod. As much as I love Arteta and I've got lots of praise and I will ever that that is the one thing I can't understand why maitland Knowles has not been given as many chances under Arteta because he was absolutely outstanding against Sheffield United in the last round. Played really, really well that day. He then come on against Wolves, as many said, and you know everybody's going, oh, no, we lost Tierney. Um, I was a bit worried, but he come on and just put in another masterclass performance. And I think he deserves it. You know, I, I look at Bellerin and I look at Cedric and I'm I'm unsure of their performances. So why, you know, it's not like he's being kept out by someone that's playing really well week in, week exactly. out, and you think to yourself, well, he's a bit unlucky. There, There is there is windows of opportunity, which for some unknown reason he's not took. The only reason I said that he'd play Bellerin is because that's what I think Artet would do. If if it was down to me, I, I agree. the knowles would play. I thought again yesterday he got caught for the... Um, um, Marnay, uh, chance, but recovered really well. His recovery run was fantastic and he got him close to him and made him shoot wide, you know, which you've got to do to the likes of Sterling and Marius. Marius and, and, and Sterling can can ghost past you, but what you've got to do then is re- the recovery run to get back at them. And I don't see that with Bellerin and I don't see that with uh Cedric, I see it with Maitland Knowles.
0: That's a great point. So, actually, I'm a fan of the lad, you know. I think he has done well under Arteta. But one player I have a lot of admiration for, I want to give a special mention, uh, is a player that does not play for Arsenal, but it's a player that is in his last contract at Man City. I would go as far to say that this player has probably been one of the best we've seen in the Premier League, and his name is David Silva. Now, the reason I love this guy so much is because... You have, you have players that you love that play for your club, but you have players you respect. And those players are always ones that people can neutrally say, I don't support Man City, be it. But David Silva is world-class. And I look at David Silva and I think that everybody was so excited about Eden Hazard. And for me, David Silva has always been a better footballer than Eden Hazard. A lot of people say that's an unpopular opinion. A lot of people say no. For me, David Silva is a better footballer than Eden Hazard. He is a humble guy. He has technical ability. He drives the team forward. He controls the midfield. Ray, have I bigged him up enough? Does
4: he deserve that much credit? (laughs) You can go a bit further, you know. he's, uh, <laughs> but he's right, you know. If, if he played for somebody else, I'd have been really jealous because you know, having watched him for, for the last uh, nearly ten years. Um, you know, he is—he is, he does control the game, you know. And he's—he's—I can't remember now. He's got was it ten assists this season? Um, and in his career, sitting in the league, he's got nearly a hundred assists, which is fantastic for uh, for ten years. But, but it's not just the assists and the and the goals he scores. It's it's the way he he gets between the lines and and sometimes David Silva is the guy who does a lot of pre-assists so he's the guy who times that pass to whoever's on the on the left hand side and that's going to be one of the danger areas for you on, on Saturday is our left and your right because you got you had David Silva working with when Sane was there working with Sane and working with uh, Delft when he was uh, a left back and David Silva is it, I used to just watch watch Sane running down the wing and David Silva wouldn't release the ball and Sane would get frustrated and what David Silva was doing, he was just waiting that fraction of a second extra to make sure the defender had no chance with that extra, you know, the extra fraction of a second where the defender had to come to David Silva and David Silva could put it down the line for Sane or whoever was there. And it was just that little thing um that t- t- sets him above uh, a normal attacking midfielder. And he's just been fantastic. And you say he's humble. He's had problems with, you know, a couple of years ago with when his son was Born prematurely, and he was flying out to Spain every week. You know, he still put in a magnificent season when we were um, got those 100 points, and he's just done it season in, season out. And even now, actually, I was ch- chatting to a, a mate of mine earlier on today, and we said he's playing some of the best football. He's it's like he's got a, a, a new lease of life after the um, you know, the, the enforced layoff, and he's just come back and he's just fantastic. I think he's scored three or four goals, had three or four assists since he's come back and he's looked majestic and it's great that he only plays about 60 minutes, 65 minutes a game. So he's, I think, been rested enough um, and rotated enough to keep him fresh and he's looked fantastic.
0: Yeah, he's been fantastic and he's been consistent. And this season, since Project Restart, the guy's been banging him in, assisting. He's been absolutely superb. But as much as I think Phil Foden is great and will be great, I don't think he's going to replace David Silva just like that. I think you are going to miss him next season. I just want one one word from each of you before we go on to the next set, into some predictions. Because Lee Farrell's put up a great question here. Lee, judges, i start with you. A young Fabregas or a young David Silva? Do
3: you know what? I was just, I was just saying, like... um just thinking that, you know, unbelievably, before he actually put that question up, who would I say is the best? Because, you know, that is a real tough one. I, um, I, I like David Silver. I've got to say that. Do you know what I like about David Silver is that I think that when the when the easy pass is on, he plays it. You know, he doesn't look for. He he, he plays the right ball every every single time. But for me. Fabregas was one of the best, best players that I've ever seen, not just for Arsenal, for Chelsea as well. Like, you know, unbelievable player. So, maybe just because I've seen Cesc play a little bit more, I would go Cesc. But, you know, I think that's a tough, tough question. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty sure Ray will say David Silva for the same reasons that I'm saying Fabregas is. I, I think they're both wonderful, wonderful players. But I think Fabregas uh, maybe... If can I say it like was probably um, didn't have as good of players as David Silva around him in, in his pomp, you know what I mean? Can carry the Arsenal team to 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 places I don't think that those players do, you know deserve to go, but he, he sort of carried them. So I would say that for me, just Fabregas an exit for that.
4: Was that a one-word answer? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: do you know what? I think that, I think that's a tough to ask a one. Out, yeah, know, like, uh, it
0: really is. To, yeah, to no, you're honest, right. You know, Ray, you're going to go with
4: David Silver, I guess. Same, same reasons. I've I've seen David Silver play all the time, and I, th- I think that makes a difference. Yes, it makes a difference. He's uh, one of, uh, one of our players, the same way uh, Leah said with Fabregas. And I've seen him play for ten years, so I've seen what he can do, and I've seen what people don't see on Match of the Day and highlights. Yeah. And I'm, Exactly, Lee, you've seen Fabregas do his stuff. I've always seen Fabregas in, on the odd televised game and in highlights uh, and stuff like that. So it's difficult to make that comparison. But I've, I've got to stick with David Silva. I just think he's been a level above. And if you look at Spain, who would Spain go with Cesc Fabricas or David Silva? They go with David Silva. So, you know, I think that's good enough for me.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be really controversial because I love Cesc Fabregas, but I just think David Silver is one of the best Premier League players that there's been. I really do. I just think for consistency, for longevity, he's done it, been there and done it for everybody. The only thing I will say with what Lee said, which I totally agree with, is Fabregas did it with some pretty horrendous players around him. And that is the only thing I can say in comparison, because trust me, there were some really bad ones. Uh, Kenny and Manny, I'll get your say on this quick. Kenny, we'll start with you.
1: I'm going to go with David Silva for simple reason. Is that, um, like I said, it's both different players. But if you look at um, the Spain side of 2008, um, the Aragonés was going with that, um, David Silva. I know they were they were vying for um, the, the Spanish shirt uh, under um, Del Bosque, and sometimes it went to um, um, Fabregas, and sometimes it went to David Silva. But I think in terms of like um, David, I'm going for um, David Silva it's because he he he, make, he makes things look simple. You know what I mean, and uh, you know as Ray says, like the thing that you know stood out what Ray said was that always passes at the right time, which which sometimes frustrates as well. I think in terms of like a long passer in terms of that long through ball, Sess is better than David did um David Silver in doing that but in terms of like all-round midfield play, just give it to David Silver for me in terms of the, the way I like my I, I, like, I like midfield to play I'm going to go with David Silver.
0: Fair enough, mate. Manny, have the last say on this one, mate. Fabregas or David Silva, mate.
2: Sorry, man. I'm going with the heart. I'm going with the heart. I'm going with this Fabregas, bro. I'm going with this Fabregas. Oh, he gets Tottenham when he danced through the team. That's enough for me to go. Ces <laughs> Fabregas. Bro. I can go on. I can go on and on and on. I'm going to pick that one specifically, or I could pick the goal against AC Milan, but I'm going to go with the Tottenham one. Oh. And for throwing a pizza Alice Ferguson
0: as well. Man, I love that. That is a great way to end it. Uh boys gonna get some predictions and then for the last 10 minutes, we're gonna go through a dream team of Arsenal all time players and Man City all time players. Lead judges, let's start with you, mate. What score prediction are you going for on Saturday, my friend?
3: Uh I think it'd be a be a tough game, though, and I I think that Man City would just nick it uh if i'll be honest you know i you know, I, I think 2-1 i think that uh we give them a good game though. i think we'll be better off this time but i think that um they they're just nick it
4: okay uh ray um i always say 2-0 and it, we always score three so uh, i'm going to go 3-1 after extra time i think mm. you're going to i think you're going to give us a game um and if you score first that's going to give you a lot of uh, hope, uh, and it's going to give you that something to hold on to. Uh, and, and if you see City, I'll tell you one thing: if you see City lumping the ball into the box from out wide, putting crosses in, and you're already ahead, City are going to lose because that's when they've got no idea they're putting in the ball. in for a five foot ten uh, Gabriel Jesus, we'll have two men. In. No, that's how we do it when we're struggling. We'll have two men in the box, and we'll put 20, 30 crosses in. And the games we've lost this season. You know, we look at some of them, that's what we were doing. Pumping balls in for Gabriel Jesus to get his head on no chance. And he, he might be the only one in the box, and he can't head a ball. You know, he, he I watch him head the ball and half the time he hits his shoulder. He can't or he closes his eyes. So, you know, I'll go three one, but if you score first, then I expect it to be a lot more difficult than, than most people expect it to be. Okay,
0: I like it. Uh Kenny Ken, what you going for, bro?
1: 6-5 on penalties, but I ain't saying who yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously, oh, seriously if you, I'm only going by um, Chelsea, um, Sarri's blueprint after he got 6-0 thrashing um, last year. At, uh, uh, sorry, i still call it Main Road. That's Chazal Ardheim in the Atiyah Stadium. Um, Chelsea got thrashed, 6-0, a game that Ray enjoyed very much, of course. Yeah. And then uh, a couple of weeks later, they played at Wembley in the League Cup final. I think that that is probably how Arteta's is going to do it. He's going to frustrate City. You know, if if we if we if we get an attack and get a goal, brilliant. But <laughs> I'm sorry, I love good defending anyway. I'm I'm taking his dad to the I'm taking to six six five on penalties. But I won't say who to. And I'm just pray that whoever 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 misses that penalty is a City City player and we win. <laughs> but, I'll tell you what, but you know, six five and penalties, I'm going for that. That do you know what, that Kenny is, Ken? In
0: all the predictions I've it never I in In predictions I've never had one. Watch. I've never had one so specific in all my life, Kenny. I love it. <laughs> Six <laughs> five on penalties for Kenny Ken. Uh Manny, let's go for you, man. What are you going for, bruv?
2: Yeah. I nah, said so you're gonna be us too no, man. That that's the way I see it. But if I'm honest, man, I want to see you know what I mean but I think City will have too much for us man so yeah 2-0 City bro
0: okay man Uh, leaves me I am going to agree with Ray but I think Man City are going to beat us 3-1 in 90 minutes. But although that scoreline sounds like they've hammered us, I don't actually think they will. I think what will happen is we may capitulate towards the end and it may be two quick goals that we concede. I just feel like if I had that back free of last night, I'd be more confident, but I don't think it's going to be. I believe Kalasanak and Mustafi are going to walk back into that side and it's going to be a calamity. That's why I've gone three-one-man City, but I hope, of course, that I am wrong. Boys, Bit of fun to end it. Uh, I sent you all a dream team earlier that I've that I've put together. Uh, Ray was devastated that I'd only put four Man City players in it, uh, but <laughs> but we have put one together and I wanted to get your opinion on it. It's about the players of all time. This is not current because I think we can all agree, apart from Tierney and Aubameyang, everybody else would be wearing the uh, the sky blue. So what I've done is I'm just going to kind of uh, see if we can get a situation... Oh, Kenny's just dropped off. Hopefully he'll come back in a minute. Uh, We're going to start with the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper that I went for, I absolutely love Edison. Don't get me wrong. I think Edison is a fantastic goalkeeper and up there with Alisson is the best in the world. But purely for longevity and for the pure facts that he played for Arsenal... And, of course, Man City. And Ray likes to call him a Man City legend as well. City legend. I've gone for David Seaman. Is there anyone that would disagree and put Edison or any other goalkeeper ahead of David Seaman? I didn't think so. I think he is by far the the one that we put in goal. Right back's very interesting, you know, because I've gone for Lee Dixon. A lot of people would say Lauren. A lot of people would say Zabaletta. Zabaletta actually did cross my mind because I think he's he was fantastic for Man City. And as a fullback in a modern day fullback, I thought he was superb. But I've gone for Lee Dixon. Lee Judges, do you think that's a fair shout?
3: No, I don't think that's a fair shout. I think Carl Walker has to uh, as much as I don't like Carl Walker Walker has got to be pushed in with a shout. I really do. And Zabaletta, I think, would go there. But for me, I hate him. I'm a big, a definite hater of him. But I think Carl Walker was probably a little bit better than Lee Dixon. Um, so I would go Carl Walker.
0: Really?
1: Yeah. Blimey.
0: <laughs> Kenny, are you agreeing no. with that?
1: Uh, yeah, go on that? Yeah, guys, can you hear me? Yeah, go
0: on, Ken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um,
1: definitely. reason why, the thing about Carl Walker, I've seen him live. A Sang few is a times. good
3: shout, by the way. Sorry,
1: I've seen him a few times, man. The guy's like a, an express, like an express train. I mean, I've never seen an athlete like that. You know what I mean? And I think he's not only is he good going um, going forward, but is he, because of his pace, he's got the recovery. And I think that 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 athleticism he has it right back. Sorry, um, Arsenal fans, I have to agree with uh, Mr. Judges. Um, I'll have to pick him ahead of Dixon in terms of like the. Not just the explosiveness going forward, but the recovery getting back as well. So, it's, oh, the,
0: dear. The, the, this
1: is the match already the, the match, controversial. The, the match to the ball, um, um, like I said, right back for Arsenal is going to have to miss out.
0: Man, Ray's going to agree with
4: Walker, or Actually, I, I would I wouldn't. I wasn't thinking of bringing Walker into the equation. I was because I was focused on the attack and, and who you would left out from City there, uh, and I'm <laughs> Lauren, but. No, I wouldn't have said no to Sanya because another City legend um, <laughs> and, 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 and Dixon he's a City fan so I, I can't lose but no since two of you guys have gone for Walker I'll go for Walker as well because I think um, when Pep came that first season we had Sanya who was 35 years old we had uh, I think Zabaleta was you know he looked 35 uh, he might have been about 31 or somewhere at 32 he, he was past it by then and we, we ended the season with uh, Jesus Nava. As our right wing back, which which is crap. He was crap going forward. He was crap uh, defending. Um, So, but Walker changes Walker, you know. And we on the other side we started with Minda, but we ended up with Zinchenko and and Delft. Uh, But but Walker really changed what Manchester could do um, in an attacking sense. Uh, And he, he he helped to transform the team. It might sound crazy, you know, but he helped to transform the team. As did Edison, but Walker. Made a massive difference. He, he brought a lot of confidence, um, and he put pressure on on the opposition with his runs down the wing. It it, it puts pressure on you and, you, and you end up thinking too much about what you, you know City are going to do to you, rather than what you're going to do to them. And you end up defending against Walker. So I'll go with Walker as well.
0: Manny, we're outnumbered, bro. He's gonna get the he's gonna get the nod somehow, man. But uh I'm not actually a huge fan of Carl Walker. I think he's a good good player, don't get me wrong. But I believe that Lee Dixon is a better defender as a a better right back, so I'm gonna go Dixon. That's my say. Manny, over to you.
2: I can't believe you guys chose Carl Walker. He's a terrible <laughs> defender. He is a terrible defender. All he is. is- Kick and right Oh No. If I had to choose, personally, Lauren was my favorite Arsenal right back. Personally, that's just because he was on the right back to begin with. He worked hard to become a right back. Very underrated. I loved when he took penalties because he was always so calm, cool, and collected. He could defend. He was tough. Lauren is my pick. I cannot believe you guys chose Kyle Walker. That
4: is just. That's <laughs>
2: Thing is, if if
4: they'd chosen Lauren, I'd have chosen Lauren too, but um, since I knew he'd picked uh, Dicko, I thought we might as well let uh, Walker win this.
0: Ah, oh, look at that. Ray's blaming me. Look at this. <laughs> uh Guys, let's move this on a bit. Uh, So I think we can all agree as much as all of us hate him. I'm sure Ray probably does as well. The best left back is Ashley Cole. So we'll move on from there. That's all I want to say about the guy. He was a great left back for Arsenal and he's better than any of the left backs that uh, Man City have had in my opinion.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, there you go. Two two centre centre-offs, Lee judges had a chat with me earlier and went, "Oh, I can't believe you've left Sol Campbell out." But I picked Tony Adams and Vincent Company. Lee, who would you pick?
3: Uh, Tony Adams and Sol Campbell. <laughs>
0: God, why, why would you leave Vinny Company out? Go on, why?
3: Because I just think Sol Campbell was was immense. I I I, I say it now, and I I say it every time. Tony Adams is not mentioned as Mr. Arsenal because this man replaced him. And like any other player has not been, you know, replaced, you know, everybody at Man City now is talking about, oh, company, you know, we haven't replaced company, we haven't replaced company. Sol Campbell, they don't talk about it like that. So Tony Adams left, Sol Campbell was the man. And, and I felt that he was immense, not just for Arsenal, for England as well. Listen, Company's a fantastic player. What I would actually do is probably like say to Vincent, play right back, and you and, and, and dump Walker, if I'd be honest. <laughs> if that's what I would do. But if you're going, and it's just purely a, you know, I listen. If you, if you, if everybody goes against me with Company, I, I'll understand it. But I just think Sol Campbell, when he came to Arsenal for for four years, invincible, double winner. Won a trophy in I think every year that he was at the club, uh, apart from and the, the last I think the last one where he got the Champions League final. To me, immense, but that's what I'm saying.
0: It's a good point. 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 Well made, mate. I was going to go for Mustafi and Mangala, but I thought Vincent <laughs> coming you know, just- <laughs> in. They just beat me to. They just beat it to it, right? So it was going to be close. Uh <laughs> Kenny, let's come to you, man. Uh, are, are you going to go with Adams and company, or what? What
1: two would you say? Well, Adams is definitely a game. but I agree with the league judges. So um, Sol Campbell's probably one of the best best centre um, halves I've seen in Premiership history. It's, you know, and and we've seen some really good ones, and we include them um, Vincent Company in it. And we also. You know, you got Jay, uh, sorry Jamie Carragher and uh, Mar as well. Not as good as uh, um John Terry, but he's another good uh, centre half. So he seems a really good ones. You see Vidic, Ferdinand. but for me, Sol Campbell definitely has to go alongside alongside them. Um, Sol Campbell had, was good in the air. He was strong in a tackle. He had pace, and it was in, 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 and he won most of his draws. You have to go with Saul.
0: Okay. Manny, I'm gonna let you have the say this. Am I am I gonna be have I been too uh, harsh on Soul Campbell here, Manny?
2: Yeah, you have. You really have. Adams and Campbell is a good balance of brains and brawn. So I cannot go for any other duo than Adams and Campbell, bro. Not because he's enough. Sol Campbell changed. Us when he came. That was a game changer. All right. So so Campbell and so- all day long.
0: Well, right. you're well, numbers, I like mate. you, I like you, right? I like you,
4: right? Oh, first of all, first of all, as soon as Kenny Ken mentions Jamie Carragher, I ignored the rest of what he said. I mean <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: come on.
4: Oh, come on. besides being a he- scout, you've got to kick him out for that. Reason alone. <laughs> come on. You, you can mention Jimmy Carrigan in the same breath as Saul Campbell, John Terry, you know, and, and Adams and company. Please, please, Kenny.
1: Um, oh, I mean, oh, oh,
3: There's you, you, an elite level here, and the and yeah. uh, company is in, is in no, that elite level. I've got really to say.
1: I, it. I, 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 think it, I think it's Brookside and Corrie here, isn't it? Oh, look, Brookside look. against Corrie oh. Lacing Street. After,
4: after last night, Liverpool are not mentioned in any. Discussion of elite teams, okay? So we, we're talking elite now. The thing about company, and we talk about what Saul Campbell, he won a, a trophy every season. If you look at what Company did in 10 years at City, he won you know, four league titles.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's why I went for him. Yeah. I
4: mean, he's won, off the top of my head, five uh, league cups and two FA Cups. I mean, that are that's 11. So he's, he's won at least one every season. He's been captain for most of that and he joined when City were were not very good uh, when he came from Hamburg for about uh, I think five no six million quid. Uh, but one thing about companies and, and, and is his leadership. And I talked to, I think with with Potts about uh, when uh, a, a composite team in in the past. And I and I was looking at Otamendi because had played thirty four games in in our Centurion season. But it's company who drives the team on and off the pitch. You know it does, he might not play that many games last season. He played, I think, only 17 games. And his injuries have, uh, have hurt him, but he's driven Manchester City to be the team that they are, and they still are. I mean, we struggled this season badly in, in games. And if you look at the last 14 games last season, we had to win every single one to beat Liverpool to the title, and we put in, I think, four 1 0 wins. And that's due to Vincent Company dragging us through games and grinding them out. This season we can't grind, we can't grind salt or pepper. You know, we were really struggling this season to to keep clean <laughs> sheets and go with a one 0 win. I'll tell you, <laughs> I saw a couple of guys like him. <laughs> I can't make that <laughs> about grinding salt and pepper. Um, but I think Vincent Kompany really dragged us through, and I think, as I said, losing him has cost us big time, and you know, not replacing him has is, is really hurt us. And I love Saul Campbell. You know, I looked the fact that he left Shite Heart Lane to go to you guys on a free. <laughs> that was fantastic. You know, um, trust me, most people hit Spurs as well up north as well as down, down in London. Um, and as I mean, the way I, I would do it is I'd have it. I would have had either one of Adams or Campbell. And, and company, because I can't leave company out. I know he's not going to get through, but I can't. I couldn't leave him out.
0: Fair enough. We've gone for a back four of Kyle Walker, Sol Campbell, Tony Adams and Ashley Cole. You think that was controversial? This is going to speed things up near now because this is even harder. I've gone with three strikers. I've gone with Bergkamp, Henry and Aguero because I can't leave any three of them out. It's just ridiculous leaving any three of those out. That means there's only three midfielders, right? Now, <laughs> this is what I've gone with. Because I can't leave Patrick Vieira out. There's no way you can leave Patrick Vieira out. It's criminal to leave him out. In my opinion, it's also criminal to leave Yaya Torre out because what he did with Man City was ridiculously good. Mm. And I also cannot leave David Silva out because I've bigged him up enough. That means I've left out Fabregas, Perez, Sanchez, Lundberg, Gilberto, uh, Kevin De Bruyne, Sterling. Help me out, guys. Lee, what three would-
3: midfielders would you pick? Well, uh, I, 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 you've got to have De Bruyne in there. You've got to have him in there. I think he's the best midfielder in the in the um, in in the Premiership at the moment. So, for me, Vieira, Fabregas, and De Bruyne. Would be my cool. Team. okay, Kenny Ken, free in midfield.
1: Well, the thing is, Patrick Vieira goes in there at the start, but if you if you. But the thing is that the, the Yaya um, like, a shout is a very uh, powerful um, argument because simple reason is that before Pep... It's one or the other, um, kid. I'm going with Yaya Turo. The simple reason is that... What, is that a Viera? No, I want Vieira and Yaya Ture on the side because simple reason... Oh, oh could, you're, going, you're going...
3: Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll let yeah,
1: you, off, of I'll you let me off. No, reason, 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 no. The no, reason why I'm going Viera... Speaks for itself. He's a complete midfielder. Yeah. But Toure, you can't leave that someone who gets twenty Premiership goals from midfield. You know what I mean? You just can't do that, especially in that season where, where no one wanted to win the league in twenty fourteen. We had we 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 thought we wanted to win it. Then Liverpool thought they wanted it. And in the background, Man City were just waiting for it. Liverpool and um and Arsenal to mess up so they could just claim the spoils. You know, like like and you know in that season, Toure... Somehow, I don't understand why he wasn't the football writer's of, um, player of the year that season. He's, I can't live that yard to and he has to play alongside Vieira for me.
0: So, who's the other one then, Ken? You got one more.
1: I have to go for. I've got to go for. Um, David I want Silva. to go for Robert Perez. Mm-hmm. Pires, okay. No, I've got. I've got to go for Robert Perez, because, simple reason, Robert Pires on his day is unplayable. I still okay. can't get that season in that season 2001, 2002, where the 2002
0: Yeah, that was class. Oh, is he gone? We've lost his signal. Manny, we'll come to you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> what what, he, free... what Kenny was saying, sorry, he was saying, I, I would have gone for Robert Perez, but I'd rather go for David Silva. That's what I think Kenny would
0: do. <laughs> <laughs> Manny, take it over, man. What three are you going for, man, to win this?
2: I'm definitely having Vieira and Torre in there. Just pace, power, aggression, just uh, I would those two at their pump. That that's that's a salivating thought for me. And then because Burkamp is gonna be in there, right? Because Burkamp's definitely gonna be in there, I'm gonna agree with Kenny and go with Perez, man. I'm I'm going to have to because Bur Berg, the brain, Burkamp is the brain in there. So, Paris for me. Ooh,
3: this is gonna get fun. <laughs> this is gonna get no fun. No one's mentioned Colin Bell. I just want to say that he was a player, <laughs> by the way. Do you know what?
0: <laughs> Daniel Daniel Roberts says, "How can you leave Stephen Island out?" None <laughs> <laughs> of us des- is as a model yeah. as you, mate. That's why we haven't mentioned.
3: <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <laughs>
4: with well Ray, you're gonna finish it off for us, man. What um, are you going well, for? Ray, what are you going going for? Screw the lot of you. I'm going with Yaya Toure, Kevin De Bruyne, and David Silva. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> normally normally I would have had Viera. Normally I would have had Vieira, another city legend. I would have gone for Vieira but <laughs> since, since you guys are not even having David Silva, the thing is for what he's achieved, I'd have had David Silva. Well, what said he he well really? something about having Yaya KDB and silver and, and Silva. And giving them some vote, but the thing is, you no, know, for what he's achieved so far, I would have had silver above KDB. KDB's not done it long enough, and he's a fabulous fair player enough, fair enough. for City. We're talking really, he's had one season out injured, so he's had three fabulous, three or four fabulous seasons. I think it's four now, but he's, he's at, and so silver's done it for 10 years, right from the word dot. Silver's done it, KDB. I can give him two or three more years and he'll be up at the same level if he carries on performing the way he is as David Silva. So I can't leave David Silva out for what he's done. And, yeah, Yaya, that season's got 20 goals. I think he had a 90% pass success rate. He's, I think he's got 10 goals from free kicks from 13 attempts. It was ridiculous. It was, And he got us over the line that season. So I've got to have Yaya. And to be honest, I will have Vieira because... Um, you can't not have Vieira. uh i think um for what he he did for arsenal i think as if you ask me in two or three years time if kdb keeps putting up the sort of numbers he does then i think he really comes into he will uh, be in my middle three but i'll go I'll, I'll i'll um retract it a bit and i'll go with okay. Vieira, uh silver and yaya Toure.
0: Lee judges you got the final vote david silver or robert Perez, please mate Oh, he's on mute. You're on mute, Lee. That's the
4: best place for him, isn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't...
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, right I you me and Ray for...
0: uh... and Ray me and Ray are gone, David Silva. Kenny and Manny are gone Robert Perez. You went for De Bruyne, so you get the final vote. Is it Perez or Silver in this
3: team? I've got to go for Silver because he's had 10 years for, for on, on that thing. Yeah. You know I mean, Robert Perez was was a wonderful, wonderful player. Wonderful player. But uh um, because he's been the duration of, of the ten-year thing. Uh, Robert done it for about four or five. That's a real tough one, but um, I can't believe De Bruyne ain't got in there. But like, uh you know, not... um Yeah, not... we, we, we go to David Silva. um there, like yeah.
0: Lovely. And just before we finish, I want one word from all of you: Pep Guardiola or Arsene Wenger, Lee. Who manages this Arsene team. Arsene
3: Wenger, because on, on Ray's theory, on Ray's theory, he has done it for a longer duration. So <laughs> okay. and you just, you
4: know, If you're looking at the top prizes, he did it up till about, what, uh, about 2004 and then he spent 12 years half destroying his legacy. So half his time at Arsenal was fabulous and the other half People, uh, all that,
3: all that game. money that Pep's got, he ain't won the Champions League. Move yeah. on, Arsene Wenger. <laughs> right, right, yeah, I
4: mean. I in in twenty three years or twenty two years, Arsene Wenger didn't win the Champions League. Give Pep some time. You want to talk about long? <laughs> He's got a little bit more of a wedge
3: to do it as well, right? You
4: know, look, you know- Pep's had a bit of wedge, but when, when Wenger was there, he had he had the proper wedge when Wenger was there. When You come to Arsenal, you had a what was it, Hillwood putting about 60 million quid or some, or whoever it was. Yeah, I don't I remember the names, but you had proper money then. When, when when City were, we didn't have a pot to piss in. You had proper <laughs> <money>. look at <laughs>
0: this, this is gonna go on forever. This debate,
4: <laughs> it's like too, so you're saying it's too boring, saying, for home, isn't it? I'm <laughs> saying Arsenal, awesome thing, right? gonna
3: say pip like, yeah, you know I mean, next thing okay. he will be saying, it's the. Uh, He'd be saying it's Joe Raw, but we will just say like this. You know what I mean? We like will keep it there, like you know. Kenny,
1: Pep Guardiola or Arsene Pep, Wenger, man. Pep Guardiola
3: by a mile. Ah, oh, why don't you boy a a try and take it to the Manchester for a cry? By a
1: mile, by a by a mile. He's a generational. Ma- he's a generational manager, and and the, he's he's changed football. Some say for the better, and and he actually mm. he actually he actually can coach. So, it's Pep
0: Guardiola. Uh, Manny, go for it. Pep. <laughs> that's all you need to say, man, because I know you're not mm-hmm. a huge Arsene Wenger fan. Uh, I loved Arsene Wenger, but I'm sorry, Lee.
4: Pep Guardiola, an ah, absolute genius. <laughs> so, hilarious. it's going to be Pep, man. <laughs> it's going to be Pep. <laughs> I mean, I suspect Pep has won in four years at Man City. Almost as many trophies as Wenger
1: won. Oh you god, t- no, geez. no yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: You know, and, and, and I don't know. I mean you got was it three league titles under Arsenal two? I can't remember. Three, yeah. Uh... Five or six FA Cups and maybe a league but I don't know. And I, I don't think you won anything in Europe. Um and, um, and pep, pep pep in his time, he's got from off the top of my head, he's got three league cups, um two leagues. And an FA Cup that's six trophies in four years. It's not bad.
3: And a big check, and a big checkbook.
4: Up. I've
3: had it up. I've had it out there. Rap it fly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it's, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I hope we have a good game at the weekend. I want to see a performance. Uh, but we have come and we have gone come to a close. Lee, thank you very much, mate. I hope you enjoyed that, mate.
3: Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's brilliant. Always good to talk to Ray, you know what I mean? He's, he's quite a good City fan, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, it's always good.
0: Good stuff. Ray, thanks for coming on again, mate. Absolute pleasure.
4: Anytime, mate. It's always good fun. Good stuff.
0: Manny, thanks very much. Um, mate, uh, plug a bit of Arse Bros, man, because me and you were going to go over there now. So, plug what's going on, man.
2: Yeah, and if you want to listen to more of me, Potts, talk about Mikel Arteta and his explosive press conferences versus the board, head over to us, bros, or on YouTube. We're going to be talking about it, man. We're going to unpick everything. That's going to be a good one. Thanks for having me, Potts, man.
0: Manny, you're always welcome, man. You know I appreciate you. Uh, and Kenny, likewise, appreciate yourself, man. Thanks ever so much for coming on, Kenny, and uh, we shall catch up with you soon, man. Oh, look at that. He's even gone. Boys, <laughs> uh, thank you. How uh, uh, rude <laughs> of, road, uh, of that? How rude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <of road>.
1: Kenny, <laughs> like, thank you, you know, mate. You know- you know what it was? Is a Chinese. I
0: just start. I will thought the Chinese has been
3: turned out. That's all. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, I've really got my dinner on all now. Like, lovely job, boys.
0: Listen, everyone in the chat room, thank you very much. We'll see you on Monday night for another episode of Same Old Arsenal. If you do fancy heading over to Ars Bros Ran on uh, YouTube to listen to myself and Manny, then please do so. Until then, we will see you next time. Up the Arsenal. And we're, and we're off to
4: Wembley. <laughs>